Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Love Conquers Everything. It shall be focused on a study of 2 Chronicles chapter 28. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read this scripture about Ahaz, to recognize, Lord, how it seemed like he was clueless, Lord, which seems to us that he must not have been taught well. Even when he recognized your wrath descending upon him, the solutions he tried to find were even worse. So, Father, help us that we might be well-versed in the scriptures, that if we, even when we transgress, we might be able to recognize how to come back to the throne of grace. We know, Lord, it's not also through knowledge, it's through revelation. But, Father, we know that you said, draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto you. And we know that we do that by reading your word. And so, like David, we may say, thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. So speak to us today, in the name of Jesus Christ we pray, Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 2 Chronicles chapter 28. Chapter 28 Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. But he did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord, like David his father. For he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and made also molten images for Baalim, Moreover, he burnt incense in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and burnt his children in the fire, after the abominations of the heathen, whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. He sacrificed also, and burnt incense in the high places, and on the hills, and under every green tree. Wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Syria, and they smote him, and carried away a great multitude of them captives, and brought them to Damascus. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who smote him with a great slaughter. For Pekah, the son of Remaliah, slew in Judah an hundred and twenty thousand in one day, which were all valiant men, because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. And Zichri, a mighty man of Ephraim, slew Maaseah, the king's son, and Azricam, the governor of the house, and Elkanah that was next to the king. And the children of Israel carried away captive of their brethren two hundred thousand women, sons, and daughters, and took also away much spoil from them, and brought the spoil to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Odid. And he went out before the host that came to Samaria, and said unto them, Behold, because the Lord God of your fathers was wroth with Judah, he hath delivered them into your hand, and ye have slain them in a rage that reacheth up unto heaven. And now ye purpose to keep unto the children of Judah and Jerusalem for bondmen and bondwomen unto you. But... Are there not with you, even with you, sins against the Lord your God? Now hear me, therefore, and deliver the captives again, which ye have taken captive of your brethren. For the fierce wrath of the Lord is upon you. Then certain of the heads of the children of Ephraim, Azariah, the son of Johanan, Berechiah, the son of Meshillamoth, and Jehizkiah, the son of Shalom, and Amasa, the son of Hadlai, stood up against them that came from the war, and said unto them, Ye shall not bring in the captives hither, for whereas we have offended against the Lord already, ye intend to add more to our sins and to our trespass. For our trespass is great, and there is fierce wrath against Israel. So the armed men left the captives and the spoil before the princes and all the congregation. And the men which were expressed by name rose up and took the captives, 
and with the spoil clothed all that were naked among them, and arrayed them, and shod them, and gave them to eat and to drink, and anointed them, and carried all the feeble of them upon asses, and brought them to Jericho, the city of palm trees, to their brethren. Then they returned to Samaria. At that time did King Ahaz send unto the kings of Assyria to help him. For again the Edomites had come and smitten Judah, and carried away captives. The Philistines also had invaded the cities of the low country, and of the south of Judah, and had taken Beth Shemesh, and Ajalon, and Gadiroth, and Shoka with the villages thereof, and Timnah with the villages thereof, Gimzo also and the villages thereof, and they dwelt there. For the Lord brought Judah low because of Ahaz, king of Israel. For he made Judah naked, and transgressed sore against the Lord. And Tilgath-Pilnezer, king of Assyria, came unto him, and distressed him, but strengthened him not. For Ahaz took away a portion out of the house of the Lord, and out of the house of the king and of the princes, and gave it unto the king of Assyria. But he helped him not. And in the time of his distress did he trespass yet more against the Lord. This is that king Ahaz. For he sacrificed unto the gods of Damascus, which smote him. And he said, Because the gods of the kings of Syria helped them, therefore will I sacrifice to them, that they may help me. But they were the ruin of him, and of all Israel. And Ahaz gathered together the vessels of the house of God, and cut in pieces the vessels of the house of God, and shut up the doors of the house of the Lord. And he made him altars in every corner of Jerusalem. And in every several city of Judah he made high places to burn incense unto other gods, and provoked to anger the Lord God of his fathers. Now the rest of his acts, and of all his ways, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Ahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city, even in Jerusalem. But they brought him not into the sepulchres of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah his son reigned in his stead. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham, titled, Time-Tested Memorials of God. This was preached in 1957 on August the 18th. We'll begin at paragraph 23 up to paragraph 43. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. I was thinking yesterday uh, in my talk to a neighbor boy, and he said, you know, a certain little pastor, he said, he's such a wonderful fella. Said, wife and I were sitting with our pajamas on and said, about 11 o'clock at night, and he come by and knocked at the door, said, just come by and have a cup of coffee with you, see? And said, he cut across the street to another neighbor. They were about ready to go to bed and he eat a cookie over there and just, and then he said, he's, he's, uh, had a little Bible school for the kitties and he had so many little kitties there, him and his wife, until they had to put up tents on the outside to accommodate the children. And I went back. I got to thinking, you know, that's right. That, that's, a, that's a wonderful little fella. And I believe Brother Fleeman here, I believe his boy goes to the Faith Lutheran Church up here. Wonderful little man and his wife. They're doing a great work for the Lord. And I thought, I got to washing my car and I, I become discouraged. I thought, why is it I can't do that? See? Go around and get all the kids to follow me around. I love kitties. And why can't I jump from house to house, from pillar to post like that? And something has said to me, you wasn't called for that. He's doing just what God told him. But we got to have somebody sent out here like the old Roberts now, a Joshua with a sword, with a message of faith and deliverance. And 
See, we got to have those who can have the that type and one can have this. But it just all goes together to make one big unit. That's God's church. Talking a few moments ago to a young lady, discouraged and heartbroken. Now, I was trying to tell her about how that that a woman and a man are not separated. They are the same self-person. Man made, God made man, both male and female. He was man. That's right. And he separated them in flesh and made them different, but joined them together in raising the children as one. And so the man, the burly and the, the, and the woman is the, the, the love part of the man. So they are together. That's God separated them, but they were both the very same person. M-A-N. And woman's called woman. That's right. Because she was taken from man. She is a part of the man. But in, in life here, in flesh, they were separated. In spirit, they are one. And he was talking about a, a man losing their affections for their wife and don't uh, love them as they did when they were sweethearts. Shame on you. <laughs> you ought to do it. She's always your sweetheart. Absolutely. That's the part she should be. And you should treat her like that. Oh, never let that little honeymoon cease. Because it isn't going to in heaven. You're going to be just perfectly one there. That's right. It's all... Well, it looks like some women ought to say amen to that. Don't know. Never let me hear you always bawling women out and talking like that. Sister Hickerson, why didn't you say something or somebody back there? Say, did you? Thank you, Sister Cox. That's very good. Brother Cox, that's for you, where you are now. All right. Yes, sir. And we should never forget to honor each other. Always be sweethearts. Never let it cease. Catholic boy come to me not long ago. His wife was separated. He said, Billy, I hate to come to you. I'm a Catholic. You're a Protestant. He said, a priest from me. I'm a home a while ago. And I said, what's the matter, him? He said, well, he told me, he said, I drink a little and said, of a night I work hard and said, my wife thinks I ought to come in every night and kiss her and hug her and make it out just like if we was fixing to get married. He said, we married and got a bunch of kids. And said, we, that's time. I said, whoop, wait a minute, boy, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. That's just the same as it was before you were married. See, you must always remember. I said, she's 40 years old now at the time where she really needs your attention. So they had the divorce court, and he said, I don't know what to do. I said, go call her. If I go out there as a Protestant, she wouldn't receive me. But I, he said, oh, she likes you. And I said, that, you just go call her. Tell her that you've changed your mind. And so the next day, I'd call Judge and talk to him. And I told this boy, I said, I'll be sitting right down beneath the floor where Judge is going to give you a raking over. I'll be praying for you. Don't tell her about it. Said, All right. So I was down there praying. After all, I heard some little clicking coming down the steps. And here he comes, the arms around one another, just all smiles, you know. He said, I said, well, hello there. And he said, Brother Branham, it's been some time since I've seen you. Yeah, 30 minutes. <laughs> some time since I've seen you. And she said, well, Reverend Branham, I haven't seen you in a long time. Glad to see you again. I said, thank you. Well, I said, you look like you were sweethearts. Oh, I said, we're just doing fine, aren't we, honey? She said, yes, we are, dear. And I, she said, come out to see us sometime, Reverend. And I said, thank you very much. He said, goodbye to you. Went by, the old boy turned around, waved back like that. It all happened. <laughs> That's right. Love conquers everything. That's right. It's love. You can have all your signs and evidences, but just give me love. That settles it for me. Oh, my.
As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, as we learn about these different kings and how you had given them your word, that if only they had followed it, they would have succeeded greatly. We know that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We know that if we follow your word, we too shall find great success. So help us, Father, to follow your ways with the, with the whole heart. And like Moses admonished the Israelites, to love you with all our heart and all our mind and all our soul. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Holy night.